0: special message with you this evening. Amen. And I believe God has prepared you specially, uniquely for this message. This message is meant for you. That is why you are are here. It is not by coincidence. It is not by accident. But it is by uh, what I call a heavenly plan. Amen. The plans of God cannot be understood by men. Amen. The plans of God, the thinking of God cannot be understood by men. I was asked a question. He said, why was God able to kill his own son and he's yet to kill the devil? And I said, wow, incredible. You want God to kill the devil. Someone said, God, kill the devil and let there be no more sin. There will be no more temptations. Incredible. You know, in life, there are two sides. There are victories and there are losses. There are victories and there are defeats wins and losses. Amen. There are victories and there are defeats. In the spiritual realm, it's the same thing. The Bible says since sings the time of John the Baptist, the kingdom of heaven, has suffered violence. And the violence taken by force. In the beginning, there was a great battle in heaven. The Bible says, Lucifer had his army, God had his army. They came together. to to fight over power. And at that very moment, the power of light overcame the power of darkness. Pushing away darkness into deeper darkness. Deep underworlds. Amen. The Bible says, a time is coming, that is what we call the Magadon, where Lucifer will be expelled into the lakes of fire forever sealed. Now he says, on that day where he will be sealed, he will be sent away forever, the day where everyone is looking forward to, where God would have sealed away the power of the enemy, that day will also be the day of judgment. There are people who will go to the presence of God and there are people who will follow the Lucifer into, into the pits, into the lake of fire. The day where the chaff the shall be separated. Amen. Amen. Now, you know, there is some concepts that I want you to understand. That's why recently I began talking about this very important topic. I, I have particularly placed every topic to help you understand your journey as a Christian. Developing yourself as a Christian. I want you to take that walk. Move forward in Christ. That is what I want us to do. Amen. I want us to walk together in Christ. By the end of the year, some of you have to rediscover or find within yourself your right place in the church. The same routine I passed through. When I I thought of myself as a nobody, as as someone who was powerless in front of God to someone who can now represent his wishes, that same steps is what we have to take so if you're here god is assigning you that special that special grace to move in oh you didn't hear the amen Amen. god is assigning you the special grace to move in to 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 find your true um, um, duty to the church to find your true duty to god so i began by speaking about the holy spirit I touch on the Holy Spirit. I touch on the gift of the Holy Spirit. What it means to have the Holy Spirit. Do not be deceived by antics and semantics. The Holy Spirit is not an actor. It's not an actress. The Holy Spirit is pure in its form. You don't control the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit controls you. We talking about the Holy Spirit. And sometimes we are afraid to let it take control. That's just because we have not reached a level of understanding in Christ. I allow the Holy Spirit to operate. Amen. amen. Well, amen. amen. Then we moved on. I talked about faith. I talked about prayer. Huh. Now, the most important thing to a Christian is his faith. If you lose your faith, you're no longer a Christian. You've lost your way as a Christian. The most important thing in your life is to have faith. Continue having faith in the power of God. Amen. If you continuously have that faith, if you have faith that God truly exists and God is the maker of all things and he is a supreme power. It enables you to continue growing. Amen. I talked about prayer. Prayer is your fellowship. It's a form of fellowship with God where you are are able to communicate. I shared a story of Abraham. Abraham was able to negotiate with God on the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah. That is a form of prayer. It is through prayer that people elongate their lives. If you are meant to die at 60, you can change that. They they can change See, you don't have the power to change it, but you are, you are connected to the person or the man who can change it through prayer. Amen. Today, we're going to talk about something called spiritual sight. What it means to be able to see. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What it means to be able to understand the things of the Spirit. What it means to be able to walk the walk of God. This world is a carnal world. There will be temptations, there will be trials. But through it all, there's always a calling in your life. And that calling is continuously telling you that there's a power that can help you. Amen. We'll look at Mark chapter 10, the verse 46. Mark 10, verse 46. And I read. Then they came to Jericho as Jesus and his disciples, together with a large crowd, were leaving the city. A blind man, Batimios which means son of Timios, was sitting by the roadside begging. When he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to shout, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Son of David, son of David, son of David, son of David have mercy on me. Hallelujah. Many rebuking. And told him to be quiet, but he shouted all the more. Son of David, son of David, have mercy on me! Jesus stopped and and said, "Call him." So they called the blind man. He said, "Chair on your feet." He is calling you. Throwing his cloak aside, he jumped to his feet and came to Jesus. And Jesus says, "What do you want me to do for you?" Jesus asked him. The blind man said, "Rabbi, I want to see." Jesus said, go, said Jesus. Your faith has healed you. Immediately, he received his sight and followed Jesus along the road. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bartimius was blind. You know what blindness? If I ask you to close your eyes, 10 minutes, for 10 minutes, you are seated 10 minutes, and then after 10 minutes, I ask you to stand up with your eyes closed. Even though you know every place about this, move around. You cannot move around. You close your eyes for 10 minutes. You try and you are true to yourself. You remain seated. And after 10 minutes, you try to move around this entire room. You know everywhere. You've been here countless times. You know where the chairs are. But if I ask you to move, come to me. You cannot come. Because for 10 minutes, you are laid in darkness. Everything about light has been removed from you. You've, continued, you've continually stayed in darkness that you, do not, you can no longer recognize light. You are now a member of darkness. Amen. This man was blind. But the Bible says, inasmuch as he was blind, he could not see, he could hear. So when the crowd came, the crowd was walking. This man had always been waiting for the opportunity. Because for countless times, he has heard of the miracles of Jesus Christ. He has heard about the many things Jesus has done. And when the crowd was passing by, Batinius knew it was his only chance. So even though there were many people gathered around Jesus, he shouted and said, Son of David, Son of David. Have mercy on me. You know, the parallel of this whole message, it's a miracle Jesus performed. But that's how the unbeliever is in the world. They are in darkness and did do not know light. They are in darkness, they do not know what it is life. To have fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Some people come to the church, some of us are still in the church and we remain in spiritual darkness. We do not have dreams, we do not see visions, we have no relation with the spirit. So we are in perpetuity, we are in darkness, perpetually, forever. Not knowing when we will receive the light. You have, as a Christian, you need to yearn, you need to have the desire to receive spiritual sight. And I'm not saying to become a prophet, spiritual sight means you need guidance. Guidance, that does not depend on any human being. You are able to have an intuition, an intuition that is able to carry you to jobs and you get the jobs. Intuition is able to save you from the trap of the enemies. That the spirit will tell you when you wake up early morning, don't go here, don't go here, don't go to that place. Move here, and then you come back later and hear that there was an accident. That is a kind of intuition that a Christian needs to have. It's a kind of fellowship with Jesus that you can see it along. Every day you wake up and you can feel around you, things are changing. Nothing is happening to you. No harm. The Bible says in Psalm, He prepares a table before me in the midst of my enemies, you shall be Surrounded by enemies but no harm shall befall you because the spirit guides you. Blind Bartimius was at the mercy of human beings. He needed to be guided by a human being to sit down on the roadside so that he can beg. Blind Bartimius, they stepped on him because he stepped on him and ran away. Children will come and take his money. You know, you can you see, anyway to people. After begging, how do you know how much you have? You cannot see the money. He needed to count on other people to see the kind of proceeds he has received. Ha! The kind of darkness that we continue to stay in is what destroys us. But Batina said, no. I recognize my situation. I recognize I'm a sinner. I recognize I have faltered away from the ways of God. I recognize that God has not, has not been pleased with my actions recently. I've not been doing well. I've been lying. I've been continuing to I've not been fated. God has not been happy with me. And he says, son of David, have mercy on me. You need to, you need to say that to God. You need to recognize your inability to follow in the steps of Christ as a Christian and shout unto him, Jesus, Son of David, Son of the Most High, you are the Redeemer, you are the Savior, you alone can help me. Have mercy on me. Son of David, Son of David. Son of David, Son of David, have mercy on me. The, the Bible says, after Batinos pleaded with, with, with Jesus to have mercy, Batinos kept shouting. They told him, Martinus, come on, keep quiet. Batinos, stop talking. You have no right to talk. We even, the, we even those who can see, we are not having the opportunity to, to share a moment with this man. How much more you, the blind man, batinos, Keep quiet. The Bible says, Batimos kept shouting. The more they said, "Stop talking," the more his voice rose. The more they said, "Stop talking," the more they said, "Stop coming to church." The Bible says, "Now you need to ask, Pastor, please add Wednesday." The more the situation gets tough, you need to keep going. Hi. The more they try to kill your spirit to become who you have to be. Keep going. They'll tell you stop. Stop talking about genius. Yeah. But why are you well, pleading with God? But he must come, come, but he must see. Darkness is good. Come on. But he must come here. But he must come here, let's go and have some drink. But he must come here, let's go and chase these people. But he must, darkness is the right way. They are telling you to keep quiet. They are telling you, you, know, you do not deserve to have that kind of vision. You do not deserve to see, you do not deserve to have, live a glorious life. Why do you deserve the light? You need to be in darkness for perpetuity. You need to remain in darkness. But how do you allow it? How do you allow the world to control you? That's what Bartimaeus refused to do. Bartimaeus said, no, 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 no. I have laid in darkness from birth. I continue to be blind. I continue not to see the light. I want to see the light. Bartimaeus kept shouting. And shouted. Till so Jesus called Bartimius. The people who were telling him to keep they say, "Hey, Bartimius, today is your lucky day. He has called you. Come on, be happy. Come on, let's go." Bartimius said, "Okay, let's go to the man." He came to Jesus. Jesus said, "Bartimius, I can provide you everything. I can provide you with money. I can provide you with wealth." I can provide you with jewelry, with cars, with houses. But Timos, what do you want? He said, Master, I want to see. Ah. Batinios said, I want to see. I do not need anything else. All I require, all I require from my Jesus, all I require from my Lord, all I require at this very moment is nothing but to see that's what we need to require as christians we need to long for that relationship for that growth in our relationship at some stage you are too you are too old to be a baby you now need to develop a special relationship with god that your eyes are open to see the realities the evils that go on behind you ask god sleep and wake up and pray and say god open my eyes and let me see, so that you can truly see who the enemies are and who the friends are. You can see where the traps are and where the blessings are. You can see the divide between the ocean and the land and continue walking in safe places. You need to require the desire, you have to keep, keep the desire for, for that spiritual sight. The Bible says Batinos kept on. So Jesus, I come to you. You've called me. I am glad you've called me. But the only thing I desire at this moment is not the wealth, it's not the riches. All I desire for you, Jesus, is make my eyes open. So I can see. Amen. I want to see. That, that is one of the most powerful lines in the Bible. Can you see? In a scripture, Jesus says, I stand at the gate and knock. Do you know what that means? It means for a very long time. You see, I stand. That doesn't mean I stood. I stood means in the past. The Bible specifically wrote the words. I stand at the gate and knock. Whoever opens the gate and welcomes me in, I will come in. I will be with you. I will dine with you. I will live with you. Amen. So in reality, what Jesus wants from you, he says, I'm at my death. From the time coming on, I've continuously been at the gate, waiting for you to allow me in to have that personal relationship with you, to have that development with you, to grow in the light as a Christian. It's not far away. The Bible says, Batine was longed for, 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 for that comfort, for that dialogue between him and Jesus, that he waited. He waited, he had no opportunities. Till one very faithful day, Jesus was at Jericho. Jesus came to Jericho, Jesus was preaching. There was a crowd, and Patinos got his moment. And he kept shouting, 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 shouting. people. to said, stop Patinos, stop Patino! stop talking. All he did was he continued screaming. Son of David, son of David, have mercy, have mercy on me. So Jesus actually called Partimius and said, come. On. What do you want? I will come in and dine with you, have conversations with you, have discussions with you. I will come in and ask Mr. Mr. Uh, Mr. Clement, Mr. Mr. Caleb, and to what do you want? Batinius says, I want to see you. If you could really see, there are questions. And there's, an, there's a level of understanding where you are attained, Where you are no longer able to go back into sin. Amen. The temptations are many. But as you continue on desire to grow with Jesus. As he died on the cross for you, victory was given to you, you would understand that. The victory, the battle that was being fought for ages, that battle was won on the cross. The Bible says he went and defeated the enemy and came back bold. He came, he went into hell, a pit of hell, defeated death. Three days he arose for you and I. The victory was, 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 was brought on Sunday. That victory we celebrate on every Easter, that victory symbolizes our victory. From the gates of captivity, victory from darkness, and he's offering it to you. Light. You can see all you need to do is reach out to me. In fact, nowadays you don't even need to reach out. All you need to do is open your door. I'm even at the entrance. I'm not far away. But Tino says, But Jesus was got the Bible says there was a crowd around Jesus. But Timos had to shout. You don't need to shout. All you need to do is open the door. He will come in, he'll sit with you, dine with you. You ask what do you want and you have to and you give out your answer have that relationship with them require the desire to see because the world is a very trivial place that's why the, 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 the trials of David are such marvelous that when you read it you understand that even a protected man as David could face challenges there are times where he, he faltered in his way imagine if people with with sight, are faltering. How much more people who are laying in darkness? They start with you. They steal your money as they did to Bartimaeus Anybody comes doing it to you? What do you have to do? You cannot see, you do not know what is happening. That is why you wake up, you wake up with sicknesses, you wake up with anything. You have no authority, you have nothing, you have not. you have no power, you have you are just an ignorant child, more or less like a baby born to be so there was no way you have that you, you come to a very quick solution. You are just bare. Amen. In the advancement of a Christian and our journey together, we have arrived at a stage where we need to require the Spirit of Sat. Amen. When I say the spirit of sight, I'm not basically telling you uh, we will become prophets. I'm basically telling you the relationship with God. Amen. It says your young man, your young men shall see visions. Your old men shall have dreams. But we don't have visions. There are no revelations to us. The dreams are absent. Amen. If you truly are on this journey with me, and we began all the way weeks back, we talked about the Holy Spirit, we talked about faith, and we, are, we talked about prayer, now we need to design sight. The spiritual sight. Identify who the friends are, to identify who the foes are. Sometimes some people can talk and it makes sense to you. The Bible says, Peter came on to Jesus. Peter says, My, my, my master, stop talking nonsense. Stop talking that. Stop talking that. Stop talking that. In, in, in a natural sense, Peter made sense. But Jesus saw it as complete and utter foolishness. Some people will come to you with advices that you need the understanding, the supreme understanding of the Spirit to help you resolve. Inner. Some situations will present themselves and you do not need. You see, there's something called rational thinking. Sometimes it doesn't always work because if it will always work, rational thinking, people do not always go and end up in poverty. They're right. What, what we think is right, what I would say is that the Bible says that the wisdom of men. It's the beginning of God's wisdom, so it's more or less like you have a plate, you are happy with the plate, you are enjoying this plate that is your wisdom. And then, the more later, then they say, Now you have access to the pot where that food is coming from. That means, even if this one is finished, you can go and fetch more. If this one is finished, you can go and fetch more. That is the relationship we want with God. That is what we, that is the sight I'm referring to, that is the intuition I'm referring to, where God's wisdom is lended to you as your own wisdom. So your, your decisions are no longer made on your own. Your decisions are made in the heavenly realms. And all you do is just implement. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. The last time I I think it was a question. You serve God diligently. You serve God. You come to church. You do all these things. But yet still, you do not have that opening with God. What do you do It was from there that we started talking about the Holy Spirit. We talked about faith. We talked about prayer to remain in constant fellowship with the Holy Spirit. When we, we talk with, in, in those messages, we talked about continuously. Yeah, we talked about the kinds of messages that are there, the preachings we need to listen, the reading the Bible, all these kinds of, of, of things we do to ensure that we have feelers as a Christian. And as we are growing from toddlers to infants, we now want to see. Amen. Hallelujah. That is why I kept saying in the beginning that you are not here by accident, you're not here because you, do, you, you, you don't have anything to do. You are here by a, a process of heavenly selection. A heavenly plan has handpicked you to be here because there's a process for your life. God is preparing you, preparing you for movement. Movement up forward. By next year, you do not need to be this, you, you you cannot be in the same place where last year. Amen. You need, you need to take that step. You need to take that step. You need to take that step in progress. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. 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 So as we read in the book of Mark, chapter um, uh, uh, chapter 10, verse 46, the story of the blind man, Bartimaeus, who laid in Jericho. Most of, of Jesus' ministry was, was done in Bethlehem, was that in Jerusalem? His hometown Nazareth. We read a lot of scriptures over there. But this man said, at this time, Jesus was in Jer- Jericho where blind man Bartimaeus lay. He was there and he was begging. This man's destiny was greater than his, car- his current state. He was meant to do greater things if it- only if his eyes were open to see where he was going. But he laid in darkness, begging, begging, begging. People said, people encouraged him to say, come on, keep quiet, when he was shouting. He said, son of David, help me.' He said, Keep quiet, remain there. Some of you want to cling on to God. Some of you want to take the next step and move on to the next level. But people are saying, come on, don't do that. Stay there, it's not nice, it's not this, it's not this. You are hearing words of discouragement. You are hearing words, making decisions based on all human intelligence. But he kept shouting. The more they told him to keep quiet, the more his, his, his noise increased. The more they told him, Bartimus, keep quiet. Bartimus, be silent. Bartimus, come on, we are being serious here. How do you expect this, this great man to listen to a blind man like you? The more they discouraged him, the more Bartimus kept shouting. The more we are discouraged. You look around with empty chairs, the more the situations come, the more you need to raise your praise. That is why today when we came, I said, No, for a long time we've not done worship. Today we need to do worship, we need to return to our normal services. Next week, Tuesday, we have to start with praises and worship. So when you come, prepare. The more the seats go empty, the more we need to be lively. I expect an amen over there. Because those are signs that people are seeing the real, the, the, the real future. People know, hey, you are reaching a particular level that when you get this sight, things will change for you. you want to take that next step. But you don't want, you, 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 you are completely clueless in it. Today's message is for you to take that bold step, to learn the procedure of not quitting when people are discouraging you. Of not stopping, to, don't, don't stop making the noise. He, he kept saying, come on, have mercy on me, Lord. Have mercy on me. Son of David, have mercy. Have mercy. Have mercy. Have mercy. Athenios, keep quiet. No, come on, son of David, have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. There, was a, there were crowds around Jesus. A crowd. What a crowd! A crowd means hundreds, thousands of people around Jesus. He was in the midst of them. He was begging. There was a nobody. People, con- people, people thought him destitute. He said, You have no future, you have no hope, you are about to be you will sit here and die. You will beg to feed yourself, lunch and supper, you will die. Begging. Your children will come without and see no future. Your children will come and see no, none of your handiworks. You will continue here. But he says, I have found my savior, I have found my deliverance, and I have and I will cling on to him. I'll keep shouting. And he kept shouting. Son of David, have mercy on me. Son of David, have mercy on me. He kept shouting. Son of David, have mercy. On Amen. 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 And when Jesus, you know, in all his ministry, all, everything I've read about him, he's always self-aware. He's aware of his of his environment. He knows what is happening. That's when the Bible says when um, um, the woman with the issue of blood touched his garment. Just touched the garment. A lot of people were touching the garment. But when that woman who had faith touched the garment and she was healed, Jesus immediately asked, Who touched me? And there's this two this um, one similarity between our situation and this situation that i i, I want you to, to to i want us to learn or, or notice to build up on our previous message last week if you remember i want you to i hope you remember we talked about faith and the prayer of faith where we promised we will start praying effectively we promised the youth will arise and pray. Midnight prayers will be done. Effectively, if you're not here, I want to see it so that you are reminded properly. Amen. I, I, amen. Yeah, so we talked about the prayer of faith. Now, this week, there's, in the later stages, Jesus said something that he said to the woman with the issue of blood. Same thing. Same powerful thing. When Bartimaeus came forward, after Jesus called him, the same people who were telling him, keep quiet, they said, oh, come on, be happy, Bartimaeus. Come on, be happy. Come on, be happy. He's calling you. Let's go. And when Bartimaeus moved to Jesus, Jesus asked Bartimaeus, blind man, young Christian, youth in changing life ministry, what do you want? Bartimaeus said, Lord, Master Jesus, my King and Savior, I want to see. He said, go. Your faith has healed you. Amen. Before I began this message, I emphasized again that the most important thing to a Christian, what enables us to develop is faith. If you had notebooks, you would have written it down. You would have, have went back to it. But we don't have notebooks. Amen. In time, everything will be sorted. Your faith has healed you. The woman with the issue of blood exercised faith. It says, oh, come on. Just, I just need to touch him. But, you know, exercise faith. I just need to speak to him. It doesn't matter the pain, it doesn't matter the struggle, it doesn't matter the situation. All I need is to look to the Savior. All I need is to pass through the crowd. And in both situations, there were people around Jesus. In both situations, the crowd will stop you. The crowd is what stops our faith. It kills you. The crowd will kill your faith. You go Out of this church, you will meet a crowd of people. That would discourage you. I want you to pass them by, one by one, Keep passing them by. Keep passing them by. And as you're moving past the crowd, maintain focus on Jesus. He said, "Once I get hold of Jesus, once I get hold of Jesus, once I continue praying, once I continue coming to church, once I continue in my ways as a Christian, once I continue developing my faith, continue developing my wisdom and intelligence in God, my situations shall be solved. My future." as resolved my dreams and aspirations shall come to pass my my my, my ability to have visions anything at all you desire requires you to maintain the faith amen and this is one essential thing about the story of blind Bartimius. In the long run, Jesus recognized again. He says, Nothing healed you. But, I, 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 I us, unlike, unlike in other situations, I will not ask you to rinse your eye in the Jordan River. I will not ask you for sand and saliva. I will not ask you for anything. You have been healed by your faith. And he could see immediately. If you require what we really require, if we require the ability to to see, if we require the spiritual sight, we need to take an action of faith. Keep calling him. So in December, we'll keep calling. Amen. We'll keep calling. We'll stand on our feet, united as a youth, and keep calling. Keep calling. Keep calling. Keep calling. calling. People will say, why are you wasting your time? You tell them, you don't don't even respond to them. All you need to do is keep calling. Till the answer eight. in. Amen. Wake up. United at your homes. Keep the prayer. Keep the faith. Keep shouting. Keep calling. Keep calling. At the door. All he needs is that statement of faith and you come in. Amen. He's right there. He's waiting for the youth. He says, I am waiting for you. All I need is that statement of faith. I need it. I need to see it. I need to see that you really want this. I need to see you call on me. I need to see you open the door, make the effort. Open the door and let me come in. Amen. I'll end my message simply by telling you that we live in a world or in a seen world. A world that's... Sorry, a looking world. A world that is looking on. So no matter how much we talk, no matter what we say, they want to see it in our actions. You can say whatever you want to say, but they want to see it in your actions. Sometimes words can move, but actions, they move faster. If you want to draw, we need to show it in our actions. Whether there's one, two, three, four, five, ten, we need to change our mindset and start doing, showing things in our actions, not just our words, but in our actions. So the step we are about to take, the step of faith, is not just in words. We're not just going to say we are going to pray; we are actually going to stand and pray. Anybody who will falter, keep watch of your brother. When the time is due, when the time is nigh, call them. The Bible says when God was going, or oh sorry, when Jesus was going to pray the mountain of Gethsemane, he called upon Peter, John says, follow me, keep watch with me. I'm going, I'm, I'm nearing a very dangerous time, keep watch with me. The end of the year is It's near, you need to keep watch each other. He came back, he saw Peter, he saw them sleeping. He said, Why are you sleeping? Why can't we just keep even after at least one hour? At least, that's the least. So we'll just do one hour. That's a step of faith. Amen. That's a step of faith. That the one hour. It's a step of faith. It's all we require from you. That's all the Lord is requiring from you. If you give out one hour for 30 days and see the change personally, this is a, a very thing personal. You do not just come to church to make a statement as a Christian, but we need to start showing our actions as Christians. And I need you to help me so that I can help you together, arm in arm. So we empower each other to take this step. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Because there's strength in unity. If you are united, if I start, if I start this journey alone, truthfully, frank, frank, frankly speaking, it will start two days and I'll stop. But if I know that we are together and you are with me, and you also know that I am with you. We'll finish 30 days and want to do 60 days. Amen. And we'll finish 60 days and want to do 120. Amen. Because I look around and I see, I do not see the actions of the youth emanating what we speak or, or, or showing what we speak. We talk faith, we talk prayer, but we, we pray. Oh, hallelujah. So the story of Bartimaeus, we to encourage you to take that step of faith. People will tell you, discourage you. you know, it's a waste of time. Oh, come on, you need to go to work the next day. Do this, do this, do this. If you don't want to continue begging for the rest of your life, you need to wake up and do something. Amen. If you do not want to continue marking time at the same place, if you want to become a business owner, you want to, become, you want to move stepping, you want to move forward in your education, you want to move forward, your faith needs to speak. Hallelujah. And when we take this step together, you and I, you and I, and I'm talking about people who are ready to take the step of faith. And we move together. We, I know we are developing ourselves to stand strong. Amen. And as a youth is moving forward, the church is moving forward. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. So once again, I, the message here, I, want, I, I, intend, I, I I intended sharing with you, or the Lord intends me to share with you, is, is to put your faith in action. Amen. Put your faith in action. Last week we looked at the power of faith. This week I'm t- we are talking about putting your faith to action. We will not just talk about faith, we will actually practice the faith. Amen. We will not just talk about prayer, let us practice the prayer. We read in the scripture how prayer changed changed nations. How prayer changed the life of of, of Lot. How prayer changed people. How Abraham was able to negotiate with God in prayer. He says, God, if you find 50 people, will you spare Sodom and Gomorrah? God said, okay, yes. And Abraham came back and said, what if you find 40? What if you find 35? What if you find 30? It was by the, you see, uh, 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 Abraham's faith counted as righteousness. Amen. And our faith, our belief that no matter what, God is there for us, and He knows what is best for us. No matter what the situation around you, it doesn't matter what comes around. It doesn't matter how many people are seated. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what. No, what matters is what God has in plan for you and I. We need to enforce it. We looked at prayer. I want to remind you again that in order to transform what has already happened spiritually, we know the church has already been blessed spiritually, but for us to, try, for us to bring that into the physical realm, we need to stand and pray. For us to fulfill the prophecies, for us to fulfill the mandate on our life for the year, we cannot finish this year sleeping. We need to finish this year awake till we get to 31st. We we'll come to breaking the barrier, but we need to be awake as a youth. Amen. I want you to stand firm and pray. And today I want, you to encourage, I want you to encourage each other to seek the desire of sight. Don't be an ordinary Christian. Be a Christian that can speak. Don't be an ordinary Christian. Be a Christian that when people talk to you about their problems, the next day they see solutions. Don't be an ordinary Christian. Be a Christian that is like Bartimaeus, that keeps calling on to Jesus no matter what. Exercise your faith. Your faith will restore you. Your faith will heal you. Your faith is what will change your life. And as Christians, it is by faith that we command territories. It is by faith that a human being can put down a rod and expect it to tend to snake. It is not logical. It is only through faith that those things can happen. This is by faith that a human being can go and stand in front of him in the water and say, Water divine. It, it has never happened before. It doesn't make sense to the human being. It is through faith that those things happen. This is by faith that a human being can stand in front of a lion. It doesn't make sense. It is by faith that a short boy can stand in front of a giant with no sword. It doesn't make sense. It's just like. Uh, uh plane Argentina by faith it is by faith that we we, we we step into our strongholds and command amen so this evening I encourage you to take a step of faith amen thank you very much if there are any questions we'll keep Daddy make the final submission amen are there any questions, quickly. Any questions? No questions. <sighs> Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you once again for uh, attending. And he says, I encourage you to come on Friday and let's start exercising the field. Amen. It's not, it is, it, is, it is, in fact, it is immediate. I only said that December because I want us to finish the 30 days, the perfect 30 days in December. It is. we will not come to church, we'll be at home and try to encourage each other to wake up at 12 and pray. Amen. We'll, I'll give our prayer topics so as we lead the, the discussion, we'll continue to pray, we'll continue reading the scriptures, scriptures so we'll pray, and if possible, we'll meet online and then we'll pray. Amen. Amen. Oh, I expect a joyous noise. Amen. If you don't have your phones, prepare your phones before December. Amen. And let's do this. And let's encourage each other as youth. Let's encourage each other to pray. Amen. Because if you go alone, it is difficult. But if you go together, it is easy. Amen. Please, shall we be on our feet as we take our offering? If you have your offering, kindly you pray over the seed of offering. Pray over it and use it as a seed. To seal today's message in your life, in the name of Je- in the na- in the name of Jesus. Amen.